Welcome to the Bedford Alliance Church Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Luke Cugino, your discipleship pastor and host. This podcast follows along with our church-wide reading plan, which walks you through the entire New Testament and gives you an overview of the Old Testament. Join us as we dive into God's life-changing Word together. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. We are continuing our journey through the Gospel of Matthew, and we are reading chapters 19 through 23 this week. And we're going to see more of Jesus' teaching this week as he heads to Jerusalem, ultimately to lay down his life. But I want to focus on one particular passage this week. It's chapter 19, verses 16 through 22. It's known as the story of the rich young ruler. So a wealthy young man approaches Jesus, and he says, Teacher, what good must I do to have eternal life? Now, right off the bat, this young man is showing a sense of pride here because he thinks he can perform whatever is required to earn God's favor. He just wants to check his boxes, in a sense. He wants to know what he owes God so that when he does it, God will owe him eternal life. Now, what's interesting here is that many of us would love to have someone ask us this question, right? If someone were to come up to us and say, what do I need to do to have eternal life? We'd have them praying the sinner's prayer in no time, right? This is a softball when it comes to evangelism. But that's not what Jesus does. Jesus sees through this young man into the allegiances of his heart. He sees through to his heart. So what does Jesus do? Well, he does as he often does, and he turns a question into another question. He says, why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. Now, obviously, Jesus isn't denying that he's God or that he's good, but he's slowing the young man down. He's redirecting him. He's testing what this young man thinks about Jesus. And he's also testing the young man's concept of what good is because clearly his perceptions are somewhat skewed. So Jesus goes on and he says, if you want to enter into life, into eternal life, keep the commandments. Now, this might be surprising for us because you would think, well, wouldn't Jesus go into a discussion here about faith and grace Why does he go into a discussion about keeping the law? But again, Jesus is trying to test this young man. He's exposing the young man's heart. He's setting up this young man to see what he's missing. And so the young man replies, which commandments? Then Jesus replies with, do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor your father and mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. So Jesus cites a few of the Ten Commandments, mostly from the second half of the Ten Commandments, as representative of the whole. And he also cites here Leviticus 19.18, love your neighbor as yourself, which in itself is a summary of the law. But the young man replies by saying, I've kept all these. What do I still lack? What do I still have to do? 
So we see his pride here again. He says, I've checked that box, Jesus. What else do I have to do? Give me a real challenge. But Jesus doesn't challenge him on that, but he does clearly see through him. Jesus says, okay, if you want to be perfect, which the word perfect here probably means fully devoted to God, fully surrendered. If you want to be perfect, go sell your belongings and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. So what is Jesus doing here? Is he saying that the young man is going to earn salvation by giving to the poor? No. No, scripture is clear that we're saved through faith alone, not through works. But Jesus is revealing the allegiances of this young man's heart. Because in verse 22, it tells us the young man goes away grieving because he had many possessions. He was wealthy. So what did this young man lack ultimately? He lacked a true love of God that dethrones lesser loves. He loved his wealth more than he loved God. And this brings us back to a point that we've seen repeatedly in Matthew. Jesus demands full devotion, full surrender. Following Jesus means that he sits on the throne of our hearts. It's not Jesus and something else. No, he becomes the sole Lord of our lives. Now, some people will take this passage and say, well, are all Christians supposed to sell everything they have and give to the poor? So some people will take this to the extreme to almost mean that having any possession is a bad thing. But that's not what Jesus is saying here. Understand the command to sell everything isn't universal, but the call to total devotion is. Jesus commands this man to sell everything because his wealth was his Lord. Now, that doesn't mean that Jesus couldn't call you to sell everything. He could. But the point here, the main point here is total surrender. Total surrender. And that brings us to our application for this week. I want you to think about what is something you need to surrender to deepen your walk with Christ. Okay, this is what I want you to be thinking about, praying about. For this rich young ruler, he needed to surrender his wealth. And maybe it's the same for some of you. Or maybe it's work. Maybe your work has become your God. Maybe it's a hobby or a relationship. Or maybe you're holding on to a sin that's preventing you from deepening your walk with Christ. Whatever it is, I want to challenge you to take some time this week and pray. Surrender anything that has the allegiance of your heart before Christ. And then pray for God to show you practical steps that you can take to put him first. And that's going to look a little bit different for everyone. Again, the call to sell everything isn't universal, but the call to total devotion is. So what does that look like for you? Maybe it means scaling back on a hobby to spend more time with God and with your family. Maybe it means being intentional about having periods where you set your work aside. Maybe it's confessing sin to someone and asking them to help hold you accountable. Whatever that looks like for you, let's surrender ourselves 
fully to Christ this week. Jesus demands full surrender, and he's more than worth it. So let's give our all to him this week.